looking for an investment property but unsure where to buy? Hi, I'm Scott Kuru, CEO and founder of Freedom Property Investors, Australia's number one property investment advisory with over 7,500 members and clients. Now, in the last three months alone, over 500 of my clients have purchased an investment property in a growth location. What many property investors don't know is there is currently a property boom in affordable locations all around the country. To learn more, head to freedompropertyinvestors.com.au. That's freedompropertyinvestors.com.au. National Senator Matt Canavan was to join us then. Uh, sadly, someone had the temerity to call a division, so the senator had to momentarily escape. I'm delighted to say he's back with me right now, Senator Matt Canavan. Good afternoon. Glad to be with you, Luke. Sorry about that. Uh, Not at all. Chamber takes priority. Yep. What do you think of David Littleproud's demand here? He's got a point, hasn't he? If we, if we call a pause and just do a, you know, where are we here? It just seems, as I said to my previous guest from the Port uh, Stephens Game Fishing Club, mm-hmm. it's almost mm-hmm. maniacal. There's an announcement every day. Yeah, it's what the Nationalist Party have been calling for for some time. We passed a motion at our conference last year calling for a pause, calling for a moratorium on these projects. Uh, I mean, the reality is we, we, we have almost too much uh, renewable energy. I'm not against uh, uh, renewable energy, but right now in the middle of the day when the sun's shining, uh, power prices often go wholesale. Power prices, not your power prices, go negative uh, because it's too much. There's too much of it. And so installing more of it now uh, when it's already being generated is not going to make a difference. Where we have gaps in our power supply is at night and when it's cloudy. And that's what's causing your power bills to go up because when we're short of power at those times, prices skyrocket to ten, sometimes over ten thousand dollars a megawatt hour. So, so that's what we need. So we should. It's just time to have a pause and reflect. Uh, we should build in power solutions that uh, don't operate at the times that renewables work. And we also, of course, need to protect our environment, protect rural communities. They're up in arms with the yeah. absolute devastation that is planned uh, from these projects at the moment. I can hear the deadly bells in the background. Does that mean you've got I, to go? I should be right. No, I should be right. Okay, very good. Right. So so the, the government, I think, foolishly, has, has pulled on a blue with the regions. I know they're not heavily represented, that is, Labor MPs, in, in the regions. But, you know, you look at transmission lines, you, you, you look at um, uh, and the lack of ability for farmers to do their work if they've got those going through their properties. Um, and, and you look at uh, the solar farms and all the others, why would you pick, when we rely on the regions for food, why would you pick a blue with them? Look, I, I suppose for the Labor Party, uh, the, the belief is they don't have many votes out there. That's the, the unfortunate raw political reality. Uh, uh, they perhaps view them as expendable, view farmers as expendable. Now, I think that political calculation is wrong because... I think people, uh, even city city people, do want to have their have, have farmers be happy. They support support and respect our farming community, and they don't want to see our Australian landscape uh, completely destroyed. And so, I suppose the view was that they could push all this out to the bush. It might not be seen, or the reaction could be contained, but it's not contained. It is boiling over uh, right now, and you can understand it when you spend a little bit of time out there uh, and talk to people about what's happening. Unfortunately, these uh, what's happening is that foreign owned, largely foreign owned large multinational companies are riding roughshod over people's rights, uh, roughshod over, over, over natural habitats, uh, koala habitats, sugar glider habitats in my area, uh, and just ignoring local concerns because they think they can get away with it. Uh, effectively, you know, Chris Bowen and, and his mates are, uh, are running around thinking they're going to save the planet. So they don't mind if a few trees get cut down, but I just don't think we're going to save the polar bear by killing the koala bear. It's just total madness. Oh, my goodness, that's a great line. What, what about people on a property, 
transmission lines, have they got a right of appeal? Can they say to someone, hey, if you put this through here, it reduces my ability to produce beef or whatever it might be? Is there, is there a way for them to combat this or not? Well, that's the problem right now. There's not a lot of rights, especially if you're not actually hosting uh, a wind turbine or solar farm. Often the, the farmers in that situation get very good money and, and all well and good, but those neighbouring uh, farms are impacted by that. See, their property values fall. They get nothing, absolutely nothing, and just get left to pick up the pieces of the community division that, uh, that arises from all this. There's not even any jobs, really, for us in the long term. We were promised all these jobs, but the sad reality is that once a, a wind factory or a solar factory is built... Uh, there's lucky to be three or four jobs, even in large facilities, because there's just no one. You drive past them, there's no one around, right? There's no one yeah. on a wind yeah. uh, uh, factory or a solar, a solar panel farm. There's no one there. Security guards and gardeners, that's about it. So we get a sugar hit of jobs in construction, but that's not long-term employment um, for people in a town or a community. And, and so it's just, it's, just, it's just total madness at the moment. I mean, the Victorian government's been, been saying openly that they they need 55% of the arable land in Victoria to meet their crazy net goals. 55% of the farmland wow. to wow. go under with renewable. This is their own figures. And, and so they're going to take away half our farming land uh, to devote to these madcap net zero plans. I mean, should, I think David Littleproud's call is absolutely right. We need to pause this right now because don't we need to think about how we're going to grow food, uh, yeah. how we're going to make sure we support our population, our growing population, uh, yeah. before we install a whole lot or industrialise a whole lot of rural Australia and, and hurt our farmers to boot. It'll apparently be two degrees cooler, but everyone will be hungry. That whole point about these uh, renewable energy jobs, I know when we, we closed a, power, a coal-fired power plant in New South Wales, a couple of mates of mine who are in the union, they were astonished because politicians, with the exception of good people like you, walk around saying, oh, there's all these jobs of the future, all these renewable energy jobs, and people will leave mm. their coal mining jobs at, you know, 150, 160K plus. The yeah. only job that's available for them is to walk around a paddock with a chuck super white and a bottle of Windex cleaning a solar panel. Isn't that right? Well, and even in construction, I mean, uh, these facilities often are just, uh, just uh, like IKEA factories, you know, you just do Allen Key and some and some screwdrivers and you and you bobs your uncle so they're not the high skilled positions that often are, often arise in the power industry or the mining industry uh, and it's just there's just not that many of them uh, yeah. they're just they're just not enough and and so you're right the politicians are selling people a lie they are lying to people right now constantly about the the, the jobs that aren't going to be there about the demand for things in the future i mean look at this critical minerals madness that we've gone down this government has tried to our mining industry to industries like lithium and nickel. They've got nothing against those industries. They're great industries. But both of those commodities have now have crashed in value. In nickel's case, it's because Indonesia is installing coal-fired power stations and undermine, undercutting our on price uh, for smelted nickel. Uh, and so we just lost our opportunities there. Instead, we haven't been getting invested in gas and coal, obviously not in uranium or nuclear, because this government is, is closed-minded and putting all its eggs in one basket. There needs to be a balance. Moving towards 82% renewables is madness. Total madness. It's going to destroy our industry, destroy jobs, and, and it's actually destroying the environment too, uh, which is that. Yeah.
Good on you, Matt. Good to talk, mate. Take care of yourself. Thanks, Luke. Cheers, mate. Thanks, Thank mate. you, National Senator Matt Canavan. Are you looking for an investment property but unsure where to buy? Hi, I'm Scott Carew, CEO and founder of Freedom Property Investors, Australia's number one property investment advisory with over 7,500 members and clients. Now, in the last three months alone, over 500 of my clients have purchased an investment property in a growth location. What many property investors don't know is there is currently a property boom in affordable locations all around the country. To learn more, head to Freedom Property. Investors.com.au. That's freedompropertyinvestors.com.au.